Thanks to Raycon Wireless Earbuds for supporting the Boop Show. Raycon Earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. For a limited time, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash boop. This is the Boop Show, episode 258. It is Monday, September 14th, 2020. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Boop Show. It is me, Scott Johnson, him, Brian Dunaway, and we are here again for episode 258. Brian Dunaway, how are you? What are you doing? How you feeling? Oh, hi Scott, how are you? I'm okay. Listen, I just I have almost completely 100%ed Mad Max, the video game. Mad That's Max. That's mad. Yeah. Uh, it came out in 2015, so we're now five years on on that game, and I finally beat it. I beat the story mode and all the secondary quests, and now it's just like cleanup crew, like, okay, well, I left one of the oil tankers up in the corner of the north part of the map, so I should go get that one. Okay, got it. Now it's time to unlock these four other cars. Do that with the racing. Okay, did that. Like that kind of stuff. I think I'm going to 100% right, that right. game. I'm almost done. Well, I, I would be impressed because my my Steam uh, achievements that, that shows the, the shame that is my many incomplete games, mm. my average is like 12% or something like that. Oh, my Lord. Game. It's really? like... It's pretty low, Scott. Why? It's pretty why, low. Why do you think that is? Why is it so low? What's your what's uh, why? Because uh, a lot of the games I play are for the Boop Show, and there's only like about eight hours a week I can dedicate to playing video games for that factor, and then that's split those times too. So I usually get in about somewhere between four to six hours on most of the games we talk about. Man, I like to do more than that though. Yeah, you'd like to hit those. Uh hit those uh, i don't know what are what, what's a happy percentage on a game like 75 percent. 75 percent is usually that to me that's complete because i mean sure you could go back and do all the little things what are you trying to do you trying to impress george miller like what are you, what are you yeah, trying I to got do nobody you- that's the thing is i have nobody to impress here george miller could care less if this game that he barely <laughs> had anything to do with gets beat or not <laughs> i happen to be a fan of the source material in a way that's a little bit weird but uh it, for me, it's like open world games where there's just tons of secondary objectives to worry about. Yes, those are the ones I want to get better at squeezing more out of. You know? Yeah, I I found that. Well, the good news is we've been playing more indie games, and indie games have uh have some of them have less threshold for you know having to complete things like five six hours, and I can complete a game completely within two weeks. Like I came very close this week. To finish in one of the games I played, mm. very close indeed. Because we had two weeks, we had Labor Day uh, week weekend off last week, and uh, I came very close. So, I put in around almost twelve hours in it. So, well, you can. You're. I mean, you still can. You you you've got. I can your, still. Yeah, because the how long to beat on it's around twelve hours. So I'm like right there. Yeah. Won't you be? Will you be sad though if you find out that there's like another four hours left just because you're slow at it or something like that? Oh my god, there's always four more hours left, no matter what I do. I always <laughs> think, yeah, I'm I'm definitely on the back end of that curve. That's how long to beat is average. Yeah, the average how long to beat. The real right. question is, and and I think Sidian in the chat makes a point uh, with what he just said about whether or not some of the the game, you know, the the stuff to finish out is just filler and even worth your time, right? Right. So that's an important part of this. I don't think there's any value or any praise to give you if you beat a game 
just to say you beat it. And by beating it, I mean 100% everything there is to get in it. Because sometimes right. it's just bad side content that's not fun to do. It benefits you in no real way. Even if you accomplish it, all you've done is make a, you know, a, a weird meter grow up in your own head that doesn't actually do anything right. for you. So it's kind of like, you know. uh, it's kind of like, um, uh, is it, is the Japanese that if you eat everything in your plate, no, in America, it's like everything in your plate. That's, that's, that's a compliment. And yeah. in like Japan, isn't it like, uh, you ate everything in your plate. You, you, you pig. Yeah. Is that, well, yeah. no, uh, is it, is it, uh, okay. Well, I know this in France. If you eat everything, they think you're they, in France. They're always offended by everything. They are. But if you eat all your food in France, they think you're a huge pig. What did you, you do? You pig. They have it both ways, though. If you eat everything on your plate, you're a pig. Right. Also, if you only eat half on your plate and you ask for a to go bag, they look at you like you are the worst human being. Oh, that had. is that's pretty nasty, though. You think about it. That's pretty nasty. It's like, oh, you talk about like a restaurant. You're not talking no, about just like, a restaurant you know? like, hey, I'm, okay. I'm half done with my meal. Like here. No problem. You're at an Applebee's. They bring you a box. You take your riblets home. It's no big deal. Over right. in France, I expect that, that when so, I pay for something. You do. Right? But in France, it's frowned on. They're just like, no, you throw okay. the rest away. You're you. you They're snooty, man. They're snoots. I, I thought you were talking about like visiting my house. Like if you were visiting my house and was like, <laughs> it's like, hey, man, can I get a doggy bag for the spaghetti? No, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I have a relative who does kind of like do that. They oh my gosh. Of, yeah. do, do you have the, do you have those people? I don't mean to get too far off. So you have those people like uh, when there's a party, they like, they have like a significant other that never comes to the party mm-hmm. and they always got to like load up a plate. Yeah. It's like every time. Oh, so-and-so couldn't come. They never come. Well, they couldn't come this time either. And I'm about to load this plate up. Yeah. I feel like saying, <laughs> well, then get their sorry ass to the dinner and have them right. eat their own food, become their own spaghetti bag. And, and occasionally, sometimes people have to work and they can't make it. But some people. Sometimes you know, it's chronic. Using the system. Yeah. It's chronic right. is what it is. They're taking yeah, advantage. Yeah. Damn it. Just like us of these video games we're going to talk about. That was weird. For some reason that came too quiet. Anyway, I'm working on a new sound system, so things may be a little weird today. If they are, I apologize. All right. Moving on to our very first game of the day. Uh, all right. Pretty excited to talk about this. I did discuss it a little bit on Core this week as well. So if you're looking for additional commentary. Oh, there. speaking of leftovers. Well, you take a bag and you take it home. <laughs> You uh, take the good, you take the bad. That's right. And there you have. And you take the back home the to play the, the Star Renegades. It doesn't really work that way. But anyway, I played a game called Star Renegades. And this game is cool. It's developed by Massive Damage Incorporated and oh, yeah. uh, published by Raw Fury. Ooh. Raw Fury. Am I watching a cartoon right now? Right now Am you're I watching, watching an anime? anime anime-ish cartoon intro. You absolutely are, no question. But I should I should say this. This is not, as far as I'm concerned, not an anime game in the in the most anime sense. And also, mm. these are uh, uh, Western developers, so they just like the anime for the intro. That's really all you're getting right. the anime for. So you got this kind of anime intro, and you got these uh, this lady here with a big old sword and a kind of robot body. And uh, look at her. She's just had her way with the world and is all set to go. Anyway, the game opens... And it's called Star Renegades and uh, came out on the 8th. So that was what, last week? Uh, right. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, I had a, a slightly early access on it and couldn't talk about it for about four days. But then it came out and now I can talk all about it. I'm going to say for the record, it is one of the coolest games that I've played certainly this year and maybe in quite a while. And 
Uh, let me tell you the ingredients that this thing has that make it rad. Uh, this game has... Okay, Brian, imagine the music of the Genesis era, but okay. polished up with sounds of today so that you have some kind of weird combo of olden time music and new in time. Uh, olden time music. In the days of yore. In the days of yore. And imagine that sound. Okay, so so you got that in your head, well, right? I am already in love with the visuals. I don't know what's going to happen on the on the sound, but if you're watching this feed later and you're hearing on the podcast, you're missing something fantastic yep. here. This is a gorgeous game. And I don't even know what to call this style. It's retro and modern and yeah it's like a it's like a it's like some like a 16 bit almost somewhere between 18 like 16 bit and 8 bit kind of a but with a modern sensibility right and there's like look how everything's kind of 3d in a weird way like when this this little town moves around there's parallax uh sort of perspective on everything so it's 3D in a weird way, but super T 2D mostly. And then right. the actual Three, combat. Top down. Oh, yeah. Loving it. Well, at the moment, this is just sort of your overworld business. So you're just kind of moving right. from objective to objective and, and stuff. Eventually, you'll, you'll get into the actual combat, which we'll start here in a second. The combat in the game is very up close and personal, kind of Japanese RPG style, uh, sort of side by side. You know, sort of everyone's got to take turns. It's turn-based combat, I should say. Right. And um, here you see a little bit of it uh, happening with Robot Dude. And it's almost always Robot Dudes. But as you can see, these guys are casting like dynamic shadows. And when they blow stuff up and oh. use their firepower, there's like huge lighting effects and crazy like stuff you just don't see in a in a game like this or in a, a game style like this ever. Right. And uh, man, it's captivating. It's just really drug me in. And that combined with the sound effects and the music and everything else, it's like, it's like the Genesis had a baby with uh, Skrillex, but Skrillex, <laughs> Skrillex they got divorced. I heard that in a couple of days. They got divorced and Skrillex left. So, right in its place, somebody else moved in, and now they're just partners. They don't really want to go through the marriage thing. It's hard to explain. This is a terrible metaphor. I'm going right. to stop. No, no, it's but, not. So we, we, we saw the overworld stuff and I'm, I'm seeing the battle stuff right now. Is, is it kind of like, uh, is it battle to battle kind of gameplay or uh, yeah, is there so like some campaign in between? There's or? a bunch of campaign and there's a bunch of randomization. Uh, so there's some like, uh, well, here's how they describe it. Star Renegades is dimension spanning roguelike strategy RPG. And, and it really truly is those three uh, subgenres all kind of mushed together. Uh, it says outsmart uniquely generated adversaries, forge bonds between heroes, and end the cycle. So here's some of the other stuff they do cool in this game. Do you know the Nemesis system from those uh, Mordor games? Yeah, those are my favorite. Oh, yeah, but I want to tell you about the Nemesis system. Someone sent me a message on uh, Steam the other day and said, "I have avenged you in <laughs> Shadow of Mordor." Mm. I'm like, all right. So apparently, somebody recently launched it back up and. The last person that uh that killed me, I guess he finally got revenge upon him. Thanks oh, for that. nice! I forgot they had that connected stuff where you could. Yeah, I love the Nemesis system. That yeah. is that is one of the most fun uh, bad guy systems that I have played. Yeah, ever. it is so much fun. It was uh it was something that I really wanted those Batman games to end up with. Um, oh, that would've been awesome. Yeah, and they kind of tr- they did a little of it, but not like not like what I wanted. I wanted full Nemesis system, but anyway, this they used that here, so that's another piece of this. And then the other is this weird downtime mechanic. So when you're done with a bunch of fighting, oh, I should mention in the fighting, your abilities 
put you on a time bar up top. So let's say you're going to do a slash move and you're just, right. you, you, and usually there's a team of you right now. You're seeing kind of your tutorial stages here with just the one chick, but eventually you, you team up with people and up on that bar is like a timeline bar. And on that bar somewhere sits the bad guy and he may have some special ability that pushed him up the bar a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. basically the initiative or the order in which you guys are going to go. And you don't know what order your guys are going to go until you start looking at what your abilities are. So if I choose slash, my little lady icon might go up the bar a little or back a little or wherever. It may move around, but it will determine in what order she's going to be compared to the guy you're fighting. And then the next person, same, the next person, same. Now, the thing about it is some of your abilities will push back, push back the bad guy down the timeline a little bit so you can get more stuff in and more combos before he's allowed to fight back. So that's kind By of the one way of the you're going against Firewolf right now. On I know, the screen. How cool is that, that guy? guy is bad. Yeah. Oh boy, you just chopped his head though. Go ahead. Yeah, look at the way he just did the fire business. Oh uh-huh. no. Yeah. The whole screen turned red and there was like light and everything. It's crazy. Anyway, uh so you do this timeline thing, and then you and then you're you 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 whoever's on your team, you initiate all their abilities, and then the and then the timeline plays out. So it's like, all right, he was first, she was next, the 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 bad guy was third, and your fourth guy is defensive because he was going to be fourth no matter what. So you put him in a defensive mode, take, take less damage or whatever. So right, there's right, that right. whole timeline thing up top. It's an important aspect of the gameplay, a strategic element. Although, not that you can ignore it, but you don't have to be super hardcore about the timeline. It's just a fun right, extra right. element that isn't just her, you know, my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn. It's It's got some some stuff there that's, that's fun and interesting. You can create st- status effects like you've dizzied your opponent you made them weak you broke their shields now their shields are down the other guy's abilities actually work now there's there's a robot healer in my group right now and he's healing us in between uh in between strikes and stuff like this um now is this is this a single player uh it is a single player game correct no no multiplayer in this thing i don't know how you'd do that maybe there's co-op i don't think so though well that's what i was thinking i mean if you if you have multiple characters on one team and it's turn-based i mean surely you could yeah but all you do is if the other guy would only push two buttons every every round like it wouldn't be very fun for a second person i can't can't imagine that would be very much fun because really you move the rest of the game you move as a as a team right Um, right 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 so i don't think that would work but okay here's the other weird here weird bit here here weird bit when uh you when you rest you set up a camp basically and the it turns into this thing where there's like a fire and you're all kind of gathered around it. And you're in this like pseudo futuristic, lots of robot stuff, but also apocalyptic. Like it's, it's like a billion genres all sort of mushed up and and kind of a rock and roll, heavy metal sort of way. Um, it's like metal. You know what the thing, if I could call this game a genre of music, I'd call it metal techno (laughs) because, because it's like, I got electronica all over it, but it's just metal. Yeah. Everything's I, I'm, I've been enjoying the, 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 I don't a resurgence of metal. I played a game this week too that had some amazing metal in it. Yeah. Metal. It's metal is cool. Anyway, so there's like this this story that's going along as you go, as you can see. Uh you go from area to area, zone to zone, different encounters. Sometimes there's random stuff, sometimes there's treasure chests, you know, like RPG elements. You level up, you get better skills, you do all of that. In the rest system. When you're resting, you have accumulated through fights and other ways. You've accumulated these cards. Each of your characters have these cards that once in a while will drop for them. Um, and it's the only place where these cards matter. There, there's no card battling or anything else in the game. But when you're in that rest mode, I might have a, a card that if I give it to one of my my party buddies, 
it will improve our relationship and give them a benefit. So they might get plus 25 to health and it improves our relationship, which is another meter that eventually can level up. And the cool thing about that is if you level up that friendship and that trust grows, now you've got combos of those people you wouldn't have normally. So now when I strike with this, they do a certain thing and add 25 damage or they do a thing with support that helps me live longer or, you know, whatever combination of things the different characters give each other these cards and you make a decision about who is it, gets them. Isn't that more JRPG? Like, isn't that like their thing where you well, get that buff? It, the, I mean, you, ish. I think it's, your- I mean, it's stra- these kinds of, I mean, strategy and RPG games are always about buffing each other and stuff. So right, right, right. But I mean, usually like, it's it. almost like a passive buff there, right? It's like if you, if you increase your, uh, your buddy, your friendship. Yeah. That, kind of. Yes. That is a cool cool mech you're about to fight or whatever that is. Robot They're all thing. mechs and robots and just badass looking like stuff you want to see in a movie. It's all so cool. Um, it's just this super stuff. Cool. I saw the chat room like flip by a few seconds ago, I thought, or a minute or two, 12 ago. Yeah. Uh, and I saw somebody say this might be on the Xbox Game Pass as well. It is. Vitology 11. Why didn't you just say so? I've been over here uh, wringing my hands about whether I should spend twenty two forty nine because it's an amazing looking game. But if yeah, it's it just is, on Game Pass, you can just freaking get it. That's the thing. Yeah, um, it's it not going to be out. there forever. It's not a you know. It's one of the ones that isn't a Microsoft Studios game, so you, it won't right. be there forever. But yeah, it's part of PC Game Pass. I don't know if it's on Xbox. I assume it is. Um, I don't it just know. Came out on nine eight this past month. So yeah. mm. so I don't know if it's Xbox. I don't know if there's if it's just on PC Game Pass or if it's on both. I, I don't know. But if it is, I'd be willing to, I will. I'd be willing to dump twenty two forty nine on this game. It looks pretty darn interesting. How long now? Did you complete this game? Like no, you, you no, say, you're hundred no. percent. I'm still, no, I'm still playing this game, and I will continue right. to keep playing it. I, I have no idea how long. It, I don't even know if this thing can be beat. It may be one of those that just perpetually gets harder <laughs> it and more cool. Because you know, right. roguelike stuff. Start you back over again. Yeah, well, it's, it's roguelike shit. So you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, roguelike shit. Yeah, yeah you do rinse and it's repeat. It's a lick. Yeah. Uh, oh, he just, way, he just laser eyed you like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. No, this robot is serious about its job. He's a Maslick. What'd you expect? Yeah, he's pissed. Uh, and listen to these names like Wynn Syfex and Davian right. Syfex. They're sisters, by the way. And then here in a second, one of them's going to get, I mean, spoiler. It looks like well. they need a nap. They got some serious bags in their eyes, even <laughs> at that 12 bit resolution. Yeah, wow. it's like a weird half. I don't know. There's also a little bit of PlayStation in there because the flooring is like a flat plane yeah. that looks like a PS1 floor. But right. it does, but it all works. I don't know, dude. It does use controllers. So my guess is this is on uh, oh, Xbox as well. Perfect. Yeah, it's cool. I, I'm That's doing keyboard and mouse. I'm not using the controller, but you could if you wanted to. It'd be no problem. Well, I'm gonna. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Uh, so you I got the, they gave me a, I know somebody on the team. So I ended up getting a key, uh, which is how I played it. But yes, Game Pass available now. Go for it. Again, the game is Star Renegades. I love it. I think this is one of my favorite games of the year. Well, it looks amazing. And I, I usually like massive. I've seen some stuff in Massive Damage before, and we've definitely seen some publisher Raw Fury stuff. I, I just yeah, can't, I can't place think of what. I've heard both yeah. of those names. Yeah. Oh, see, look at those lighting effects. You're going to catch up to Pretty this cool. lag in a second. But there was just some. No, I'm seeing it. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. My lag's very short. I mean, just, I just that electrical stuff is so badass. Oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. So anyway, you got to play it. I'm gonna play more and keep playing it. The Star Renegades. All right, Brian, tell me about Drake Hollow and why does that name sound like a dude, not a place? 
It's like Drake, brother. Uh, so Drake Hollow on the Xbox Game Pass now. It is one of Scott's favorite game types. Is survival at oh, its best. I love survival. No, I don't. I don't love survival. No, that's right. Oh, you don't love survival. Well, wait. You might like this survival. It's a little bit different. Is a little bit of twist on this survival game that is called Drake Hollow. You're not trying to survive for yourself. You're trying to survive for your drakes what are drakes it's not a rapper no sir it is uh little vegetable people that live in the ground you pluck from the ground and you uh <laughs> okay and so then it's you, not uh, the rapper it's not, it's not young dragons it's small vegetable like creatures in the ground okay right there the, you, you'll you'll find them later anyway the story starts out you're this uh you're this you're this very depressed uh teenage person who is uh just broken up with some person and uh, your phone is dying and you're out in the woods Yeah, as most good stories start. And uh, you're approached by a crow and this crow says, hey, what's up? And you go, I don't know. And he's like, follow me through this portal. And you go through this portal and then you're another dimension. He wants you to help the Drakes down in Drake Hollow fight back the blighted and the infection. How come she has is- a guitar? What's that about? Okay, so you'll notice if you look at this game, one of the most compelling things about this game is you're either going to go, I don't want to play this. Or you're gonna go like, yeah, I could play this. It uses the <laughs> Unreal Engine. Yeah, it is uh, use the Unreal Engine, and it, it uses a lot of the elements uh, that you would see like in Fortnite. The style is very similar, yeah. and for good reason. Uh, and there is some camp building, or you would usually like in Fortnite, you would build a fort. In this case, you're building a camp, and there is where the similarities end. If the Fortnite style bothers you, then you will not like this game because it is Fortnited up mm. as far as the visuals go. Okay. Right? Sure. Is it like that? Defend the world Fortnite game mode? Yeah. Too? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. 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 Like. Like. Exactly. Like there. So, but okay. it's it's totally different. You know. Other other than that, is is a survival game. Uh, and you're building uh, a camp, and the reason why you're building the camp is that's what determines uh, your leveling up and how you how you increase your your abilities and spells. They don't talk very much about this in the game, uh, but one of the first things you do is you set up or craft a cauldron, and that cauldron is a place where you place uh, uh, food mm-hmm. and other items, juice boxes, as you collect. Uh, throughout this other dimensional world uh, where the drakes live Uh, and you'll you'll like i said you're you're working on magic things they don't mention much about you know witchcraft or anything like that but it's definitely got an element of that in it i don't know if they dropped it from the story because then if like it would be very marketable on the the game pass or what but it felt kind of weak to me in that point i really felt like they needed to lean into the fact why my character would be wielding magic spells and would be okay with that or would not be okay with that or would even care they can do that you know what i mean yeah no i get it so so I, the, it didn't fit into the story too well but this is uh developed by the molasses flood you remember these guys um Oh, what is the name of the game? The Flame and the Flood? What oh, is the it? Flame is and the Flood. What's it called? It's, yeah, there's a little raft. Yeah, yeah, the little raft you game you played. The river. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Cool game. Uh, and that also had a very unique style. Uh, beautiful style. I love the 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 other game. Uh, I, and that's when I saw this. I was like, yeah, I got to play this. And uh, so you're watching me right now. I'm, I'm playing against some of the uh, Blighted. And they are... Uh, feral animals that have been uh, consumed by the blight yeah. and now uh, they're 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 out for blood 
Out for blood, I say. Yeah. And you'll notice that I'm doing a little bit of melee fighting and a little bit of range fighting. Range fighting in this game so far for me, even though I'm good maybe 12 hours in, which, like I said, is pretty close to the end game for most people. Me, I'll probably get another four hours. Yeah. Uh, You're just getting started. Slow. Yeah. I'm just getting started. Okay. So Wait, let me ask you a question. The, when I saw you doing yeah. uh, ranged combat, it looked like a staple gun. Is that what you got? Yeah, there was, yeah, there was a staple gun. It's very ineffective. You know, if you were playing, if you were playing Pokemon, it would say that was very ineffective. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's kind of where the ranged weapons are. As a matter of fact, the game, the thing that I think you would hate the most about this game is what you usually complain about in survival games. Now, like on games, like don't starve where, you know, the, the very essence is to not starve. Yeah, and so you don't like the fact that it's constantly got you on your heels, right? That's kind of like one of the things that you don't like about it. It feels like things. timers to me. It feels arbitrary. Yeah. I don't like feeling, oh, I got to stay fed. I got to eat the thing. I got to get the fire going. Yeah. It's almost nighttime. Or, I hate being on a timer. I hate it. Yeah, you hate being on a timer. So you would probably dislike this and uh, because you're not on a timer for yourself, but you are on a timer for these drakes. These drakes are back home and you've got to make sure that you feed water and entertain these guys can die from boredom literally die from boredom and they also aren't too happy when you make them sleep on the ground so you have to get back to the camp and you have to build beds uh so as you collect resources uh such as uh looting from uh from cars there's like abandoned cars and abandoned houses and uh bags are just strewn across these different islands that you're going to explore in each region, mm. uh, these islands will uh, will show up on the map, and it'll give you an idea of whether there are drakes there that you can possibly uh, aw- awaken. And when you awaken them, you can send them back to your camp. In wh- which case, your camp will increase uh, in its level, and as the levels go up, you'll unlock more magic spells and more abilities and uh, such as that. This is a, actually a pretty deep game. It's a lot, a lot more than just survival. And I actually think the survival part back to what I was talking about was one of the parts that really killed me uh, because I would often be off in these uh, islands and the islands are separated by an aether, which is a, like a toxic air. Yeah. Uh, and so you can't just walk through it. If you do, you start getting infected and basically die and have to either spirit walk back to your body or you have to respawn at the camp. Uh, right now you're watching me using what's called an aether ward and I'm able to w- ward away uh, the bad gas for a limited amount of time. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's like Beano. It's like Beano. Yeah, you mm-hmm. blow you blow away the bad air. Yeah, I get so, it. so right, like you do. And so she'll uh, she'll she'll do that. And but then she'll have to constantly be returning back home to the camp because these stupid drakes, man, they are so high maintenance. It's like, help. oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, I got oh, it. I'm thirsty. I got a combat question. Like, Can you lock onto these yeah. guys, or is it just sort of whatever way you're aiming? You hope you hit them, sort of thing. Yeah, well, it, it's it kind of locks on. You just uh, the melee's fighting is kind of a little bit on rails. It's not the it's not the most fun, except when you're fighting against uh, these wolves. There's wolves, and these wolves will uh, fire uh, like these projectiles uh this kind of come through the air it's like a little like a little magic wisp and as it comes towards you, you if you time it right you can bat it back to it and it'll hit these uh these feral characters called fangs and uh, it'll kill them okay and uh so that's that is my favorite thing to do because the melee weapon the uh, sorry the ranged weapons you have are crap so far anyway 
And I've played, like I said, I've played along a pretty good way. So maybe it gets much better later on. I don't think so. I've watched some in-game play and I've gotten to some of the in-game play myself. And you can see I'm falling down a hole right here, which really pissed me off. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm running around with, you'll also notice I'm running around with a fishing rod. Yeah. All your weapons, your melee weapons are destructible. So they only have so many uses before they just, you know, break. Is it? Like, it's not. It's not implemented the way it is with like Zelda or anything, right? These are everywhere. You can find weapons oh, wherever you're going. Well, sort of, kind. Of, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the weapons are supposed to be strewn out and about, and you're supposed to find as you go through looting uh, cars and different things. By the way, in this alternate reality that you go through through the you know the alternate dimension, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's like this, this, uh, each island is kind of has, it's almost like the other dimensions are poking through somewhat. Mm. So like you'll have areas where there's abandoned cars that like, I guess have gotten ducked into this area, abandoned houses that are in these areas and they'll all be filled, uh, with things that you can find and loot. And I had varying success, by the way, I'm about to wake up a Drake right here, right oh, now. There he is, yeah. So I a little leaf thing. Yep. So this, this is the cute little guys. They're real cute. They're fun. Uh, they actually give you buffs. Uh, there's a couple of advantages, uh, to, to finding Drakes. They'll give you a buff in different areas. Some will give you like a luck or a melee or, you know, protection. There's different buffs from each one of them. You can choose, uh, to buff up whenever you go back to camp, you can just say like, oh, okay, that last fight was, you know, really rough. I'm going to need a little bit more strength. I'll go get a strength buff and I'll go back out and fight again. What happens in uh, nighttime? Did things go bad? Like, uh, so yeah, that's a good question. There is a day night cycle, but nothing much really changes during the daylight cycle other than the drakes go to sleep. Uh, and if they're not able to sleep, they'll complain and they'll get grumpy and that kind of thing. But usually I do most of my best, uh, out and abouts at nighttime. Uh, another thing too, that in addition to a day-night cycle, you also have a regional, uh, seasonal cycle. So you'll start out um, in spring, and if after you after you get to a certain point, you can choose to uh, move your camp to a different region, and it'll then be in summertime and wintertime, uh, and so on. Does and it so feel forth. like Does it and, feel like the makers of this game called up Epic and said, um, "Hey, we're using the Unreal Engine. We're just curious if we can borrow all your shit and use your look I, and your feel." Absolutely, I feel like there was some. I don't know if Epic sells some of their, uh, you know, some of their uh, like their libraries and stuff. Yeah, their libraries and stuff. I'm not yeah. sure if it's like all there or not. If they, if they, if they really just re- really created from scratch, I'm not 100 percent sure, but. Uh, I would say it certainly feels like that. Chatroom wants to know if this is like having kids in this game. This is oh my god, Drake Hollow is so much <laughs> like having kids because yeah. you're out trying to do your job. By the way, I'm I'm like knocking some uh, toilets. By the way, which you right do, now. it's fine. Yeah, Everyone you do. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of abandoned yeah. crap that you have to uh, destroy, and then you'll pick up uh, the items, and then you'll go from there. There's some story going on too. There's some lore. Uh, in this other dimension and while you're doing that there's also uh, some uh, a parallel story that's running uh, where people are looking for you your family is looking for you because you've disappeared and you kind of like this Alice in Wonderland got to get back home kind of thing and you can't go home until you have restored the drakes uh, to the rightful uh, I guess the rightful position in this in this dimension by the oh, you probably also saw I picked up a a fraternity paddle and that thing is bad, eh? Yeah, it's got a that. high DPS, man. I was I was smacking some stuff. Yeah, it would bum me and out though to to lose to lose my weapons all the time. That drives me crazy. It, 
Most it does. And they, and they go fast, man. They go fast. You have to be very, you have to be very stingy with it. That's the one thing I said that I, I can't figure this game out in some ways. I'm like, Oh, I'm so frustrated. In other ways, I'm compelled to go back over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't even talk about one of the cooler things about this game. Uh, the, the travel, how this game opens oh, up. Oh yeah. The, the, I saw you skating on a, like a purple wire thing. Yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. So you set up, you set up waypoints as you go along and those waypoints have to be line of sight with the next waypoint and within a certain amount of distance and it'll create a beam of light and you can skate on that beam of light. Uh, and also uh, if you get to some supply trucks, which are listed on your map, um, you can start sending those supplies back to the camp. And some of those supplies are things you'll need for building, uh, building and getting ready for raids that happen frequently uh, according to how much attention you're attracting to yourself. And uh, you'll be notified usually like there's a raid coming in at three minutes here or so uh, with the video footage you're watching now. This is me playing, by the way. Yeah. Um, and so there's a raid incoming. So you got to collect as many resources okay. as you can. Get it's like, back a, to like, a, like a horde mode sort of idea. Yeah, there's, there's okay. a little bit of a horde mode coming in and they'll destroy the the things you've built in your camp. And that's one of the ways you upgrade your camp too is you uh, the more items you have in your camp uh, the, the, you know, the faster you level up. And so, like I said, there's a lot of dimensions to this game and there's a lot to enjoy. And there's also a lot to be frustrated. So if you're, I'm going to say <laughs> right now, I love yeah. the trees in this world. Oh, the trees are awesome. And you can great. chop them down. They, I, yeah. they look really good. Like I'm a big, I'm, I'm weird about this. I love tree tech. Yeah, that look that doesn't look shitty, and it's rare. Most video game tree tech is the worst. <laughs> Something about these trees—they're like painterly, almost like they look like oil yeah. painting trees. They're very. I cool. think that's a. I I, li- I I have always liked when I first saw Fortnite. I was like, yeah, I kind of like the way this looks, and then of course, I, I started hating it more and more as as people kind of made it like the de facto look at me, you know, how, how, you know, watch me dance. And, you know, it kind of, I think the attitude that people inferred into the Fortnite style made it start to become a little bit grating and a little bit annoying. Yeah. And, uh, but the style itself, there's nothing wrong with it. I actually like the style. I actually, well, the only thing I didn't care for as much is possibly uh, the character I picked. I've been playing the same character. You can pick from multiple characters and different styles. Um, the one I pick, she always looks just not sad or pissed, just like she doesn't want to be there. It's like, does the character never looks like, yeah, I got, I'm helping the Drakes. It's just, she looks like, ugh, you know what I mean? Just, ugh, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. She's got an attitude. I can tell. She got an attitude. Yeah. That's okay. Right. We all do. That's okay. But I feel like I didn't even come close to telling you everything about this game. Like I said, there are a lot in some ways, there's a lot of game loop that's going back and just over and over again, the same melee fights. But in other ways, a lot of things that feel fresh and balanced. And, uh, and oh, yeah, look at her face. Sorry, she just, looked her, she just looked at the camera and she does look. Like, yeah. I don't She's want to go, like, Mom. Mm. I'm staying home, Mom. You guys are lame. Mm. I don't even nah. like you, Dad. I hate you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, the, okay, so I like the dregs, too. When you collect them, they all have their own little names. Yeah. And they're usually pretty cute names. And another thing, too, in the camp, I got kind of frustrated. One of the things that I think is lacking, this game just came out just recently, and it's only on the Xbox Game Pass console version, and it's coming to Steam sometime soon. Mm. Uh, so it's very early on. But the thing I did not like is uh, you have Quest, 
and you have story and you have tips and the tips always were just a little bit lacking. They were trying not to give you too much information. And sometimes that caused me trouble. Like one of the tips was, uh, uh, to get the supplies back to your camp, you have to uh, bring the waypoint back to camp. Mm-hmm. All right. I did that. I placed in the middle of the camp and I thought, okay, where's the supplies? They never showed up. Eventually someone said, Hey Brian, I was doing this on stream. They said, you need to connect that uh, to the depot. And I'm like, Oh, well that would have been some information that I would have liked to had because they had not mentioned the depot at all. There is nothing in the story and anything that I had seen to mention about the freaking depot. How the heck was I supposed to know? I was supposed to hook it up. Yeah, no no one knows about the depot unless you're told about the depot. Right. So I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, I had, but I did like this game. This is a game. It's a lot of fun. You'll uh, just, just give it, if you have the Xbox game pass and you have the console, give it a try and you'll either love or hate it. I mean, I think it'll, I, I think you'll find out pretty quickly. You'll like, you'll know pretty early if this is your jam. Yeah. If it's your jam. All right. Well, let me see if this is someone else's jam. Hey, guys. You know I love me some earbuds and some good ones, too. That's why I love me some Raycon earbuds. Unlike some of your other wireless options, these earbuds are both stylish and discreet. No dangling wires or stems or any of that stuff sticking out of your ears. You want to distract people with those. Snoop Dogg, Melissa, Melissa Etheridge, J.R. Smith, they all love them company was co-founded by ray j and man do i love them whether it's an audio podcast or it's an audio book or it's music i was just listening to more five finger death punch today and guess what they sound amazing in my raycon earbuds Mm. getting premium earbuds is usually very very expensive don't spend premium earbuds costs or prices for good earbuds raycon's newest model the everyday e25 earbuds are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime Seamless Bluetooth pairing, no problem there. Piece of cake. More bass, more compact design. It has a, no- a nice noise-isolating fit. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash boop. That's B-Y, or that's buy, B-U-Y. You know how to spell buy. Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N. That's buyraycon.com slash boop for a special 15% discount on Raycon wireless earbuds. Make sure you check it out now while the deal's still running. Buyraycon.com slash boop. Speaking of survival games, I played the most survival-ass survival game that I've ever played. It's literally the survival of the Homo sapien species. Mm, Nice. (laughs) Uh, I finally got my hands on and played... Oh, ancestors, the humankind odyssey. I've been wanting to get this. This is on. Uh, yeah, this is on, I got the, on Steam uh, is where I got it. Steam. Right. But it, Epic's been trying to sell me this thing forever, I think. Right. Oh, yeah. In fact, I think it started as an Epic exclusive. It was also right. uh, one of the big E3 reveals for I don't remember whose console showed it off. Can't remember a couple E3s ago back when we had normal ones. So in 2019, I guess. Um, but the idea is that you're a little monkey. Like a little chimpanzee, <laughs> little, little primate. Monkey, yep. Look at you. And you're uh, trying to survive, find the bugs and grubs, and you know, get the social going on with the little brood of monkeys you all live around, and and you're trying to just sort of survive. Uh, their tagline is inspired by true events, which is great because it's basically just the evolution <laughs> of 
of, uh, of right. intelligent life. And um, you spent a bunch of time uh, in this game literally just trying to learn the world around you and then adapt to it and then and then take so over. So is it like does it like start with like a, a, a big monolith, like a big black monolith and you gotta No, but that would have been really freaking funny music. if they did. <laughs> At this point I now I'm bummed they didn't, now that you say right. it. That would have been a great missed reference. It. Uh Maybe later in there they do. Like maybe in the world somewhere there's a big monolith just sticking out of the something and I can right. go mess just with it. Just come across. That would be nice. But uh, the idea is that uh, my, my favorite thing about the intro is it's got this kind of Forrest Gump sort of intro, but it deals with a fish instead of a feather. Because you know on Forrest Gump that feather just ends up going everywhere. And no, I thought you were going to say it deals with a fish instead of a guy with a low IQ. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. So this fish gets picked up by... A bird, and then the bird drops the fish, and then a monkey wants to get the fish, but then there's a spider, or there's a spider, a big giant snake gets hit in the head with the fish, and then the fish is back in the water, and then an alligator tries to get the fish, and then something kills the alligator, and it's just like circle this circle of life. It's this total circle of life thing they got going. Right. And um, you're, I don't know what the age is supposed to be, but everything's mammals and, you know, uh, stuff. So this is like, you know, yeah, supposed no, to be no dinos, right? No, 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 Except no dinosaurs. For like crocodiles. Yeah, there's definitely some you know uh, life that is still yeah maybe some that are now extinct or whatever there's no saber-toothed tigers but there is this panther you can see on this video anyway so there's a lot of this sort of like hey nature it's a dog eat dog world out there watch out and so it really sucks your job there's that fish again still floating through the thing this is the fish i'm telling you it's the feather from forest gump it's exactly yeah definitely oh it's dead now so it's even worse now it's just meat it's the worst uh, so it's called ancestors. You start as a tiny monkey. Your job is to try to get to some form of humanity. And you, tiny you're never like, just like, wait, wait, I want to know what kind of tiny monkey, like one of those little miniature monkeys you can hold in your hand. Or uh, is it like, it's like, uh, here you see him right now. It's like a little chimpanzee monkey. On, okay. It's so like a chimpanzee. So not like a, like a tiny, tiny monkey, just a, a normal size. Yeah. Just a monkey, monkey. you know, a little monkey. monkey. And in, in right. this case, you start as a baby I guess these are chimpanzees or chimps, ban- right? Banubas or whatever they're not banuba. What are they called? Banominons, whatever they are. Banominons. But you start out. You're on your mother's back, and she finds this fish floating in the water. It's the same fish. A hawk comes. Oh man, she like you had up. you late in life. Good lord. Yep. She kills the mom. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye, monkey mom. And then the baby, now the baby's on his own, falls through the canopy of trees. Oh, God. I know, it's hardcore. This is, this is horrific. They get straight to it. And then ancestors. You, now you're this little wow. dude walking around, and you're trying to get a sense of the world and figure out where to go. And your fears and instincts are all over the place. But for you to get like uh, more intelligent, you got to go find your pack. Okay, once you find the pack... Then you can learn, oh, this is water I can drink, or this is food I can eat, or this is a person I can socialize with, with, and they'll pick mites out of my hair, and that's a good thing. That'll help help us grow that's as a society. A uh, so there's all that, but then you can also swap around. There's never – I always thought you were just going to be this one monkey the whole time, but no. As soon oh, as you really? Meet your so you get to play monkey, as a dead fish? Yeah, you just – no, you get to switch over to oh. whatever monkey you want. You're still monkeys, but – Oh, okay. You can just you're, – you're more trying to uh, – find your way in the society and less about finding your way as an individual. And gotcha. so you can walk up to a lady monkey and go, I want to be her now. And then whoop, you're suddenly in her body and she's running around monkey. doing stuff. <laughs> and, uh, there's a lot of like, uh, you know, moments of, of cutscene where they're like, Hey, you learned how to do a thing. And the monkeys, 
learned how to dance or whatever, different stuff like that. And uh, I haven't gotten super far because I'm really bad at these things. But you collect wood and you collect stuff and you build tools and you learn how to do tools. And do you like do you get to like you know stick bamboo down a ant hole and or uh, stick down an ant hole and eat ants? I haven't Is that done a thing? one yet, but I would assume at some point you probably do something like that. I'll tell you, man, these may be some of the ugliest. Oh, they're ugly apes. <laughs> they're ugly. Apes. These are. I mean, I mean, come on. According these to the credits on this thing. These and the and the stuff I read, these faces of these monkeys and their body shapes are based on actual remains. Oh, actual of stuff. ancestral so, yeah. monkeys. So they're not just making okay, it up. But I, I apologize. My bad. I was thinking modern day monkeys. You're right. That we're we've we've softened up a little since then, so maybe these were right. Yeah. So that's kind of the idea. So uh you can mate. And when you mate, that's good because the the colony grows. You can fight. <laughs> you can, you can, can mate, f- and that's good. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can fight for dominance with the dominant leader of the group, and then try to change and then the mate with him. Yeah, uh, you you learn things, and your intelligence store, score goes up as you do that. Um, you when you discover something new, it might add to a new intelligence thing. You just saw a monkey swap just happen there. We're getting uh, we're getting corrected. Apes, according to Fastidious, is who all. Sorry, knows I all. say monkeys, and I know it's apes. Monkeys, I just say yeah, monkeys, and you know why I do? Because it's funnier. That's why I say monkeys. <laughs> Honestly, I do it because I forget. I because do it I, it's funny. To me, right. it's funny to say monkey is a funny thing to say. Ape is boring. Right. So it's boring. So I say things like, "I oh, can, can monkey say, swap, monkey swap." What? Which is funnier, monkey swap or ape swap? Monkey swap is funnier, right? It's like grape ape is pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, so you anyway. got to admit, grape ape is pretty funny. So I don't know how I haven't gotten far enough to know how the real passage of time is going to affect things. Like, did that first baby monkey I was grow up and die? I don't know yet. I'm not that far. Well, of course he does. I mean, in the grand history, of I things. mean, he, he obviously you think he's like some kind of immortal monkey. I just don't know if I experience it or not. Oh, uh, okay, I, got you. I may. You know, I don't know. Right, but uh, it's a neat idea. I feel like it's ambitious in a way that a lot of games aren't, and that's admirable. To try to make a game out of this concept what of game is this is this this game is like just like another game I played and I'm trying to remember what it was and it was also an epic game I mean it looks like it uses the exact same well, engine I don't know, I don't know if but it's this a, was, I, I love the terrain I love the idea I, I mean this was a, this wasn't an epic game in the sense that it was unreal it was just it, they right. just had a deal to be on there for oh, their store for the uh, for the for the beehive yeah those here. are bees you got to be careful with the bees so he's gonna fiddle with yeah. his bees watch this. Don't, don't, fiddle, don't fiddle with the bees. What are you going to be, be crazy? some sort of bee, bee work? Oh, we learned what beehive is. Those are some big prehistoric bees. You don't want to mess with those guys. Yeah, you don't want big bees. Big bees are the worst bees. Big bees. Big bees. Anyway, it's cool. Check it out. It's uh, a little on the pricey side, on a mid-range price, $39.99. It's available everywhere. I have it on PC. It's also on consoles. Oh, wait. Is this now just now being released? Is I thought this has been out for a while, or is this the next one in, in the Ancestors? Uh, this was, no, this was, I want to say that that release date is the Steam release date. Okay. Because you know how Steam right. will do that? They'll they'll yeah. get a thing a little later and then the new re- the release date for steam is the one they list not necessarily the six months right. earlier on epic or something else gotcha uh, epic has made things complicated <laughs> they they have but i've also have made things interesting and i'm glad it's, it's, it's been fine good. i like all the free games i try not to spend money there <laughs> i i don't know I try not to give them my my money <laughs> i don't i mean i i like I really like Steam and it took, you know, Steam has taken a long time to become what it is. And I really like where it right. is and what it is. And well, you know how I feel about Steam. If someone came to me, dude, and said, hey, I got a free code for you to install on your PC from 
either Steam or Epic, and it's you get the same game, and here's a code one way or the other. Which one do you want? I want the Steam one. Yeah. Well, you know? yeah. why would I take? What would you take if someone said, "Here's here's an equivalent key on both platforms. Which one do you want? Which one are you going to take?" I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Makes no difference to me. It makes no difference to you. You'd be like, ah, give it, me whatever, and they give you the epic one, and you're fine with that. See, I'd rather have it where it, my library it, is. So I'd rather it, just it, do it. Well, I well, I know I I, I keep the epic uh, store always running in my system tray as well as Steam. Uh, they both play well. Epic has never given me any problems with resources. I've never peaked my resources and went, hey, stupid Epic launch is stealing all my freaking resources. Well, I've had outages butthole. there. I've had outages that have messed me up over there before. But Right. So uh, and, and so I never had any trouble there. And uh, my GeForce Now, mm-hmm. it, the GeForce Experience Now thing that I'm I'm using, it, it pulls from both Steam and the Epic Game Store. So, I mean, I'll be honest with you, it's, it's pretty seamless for me to jump between... Well, that GeForce thing pulls from everything, doesn't it? Like it doesn't. It no, just well, certain hard drive. certain resources, Steam, uh, Epic. Uh, Are you sure? Because uh, I got games Ubi, on there that it lists Ubi, that Ubi, Ubisoft. Yeah, I have games on there it lists that it just pulls from the drive. I don't think it cares about your service. Oh no, mine always pulls. Are you talking about the online version, the cloud gaming? Oh that. Oh, I don't know. No, about not that. not the optimization. No, I, I may have said it wrong. It's the GeForce experience oh, or what is it called no you mean geforce now, now geforce now yeah geforce now yeah, yeah. gotcha yeah so gotcha. like i said i i have at this point they both behave fairly well both and it doesn't bother me running both not at all well not at all. Uh, you're very agnostic um happy and but happy i will guy. i will agree with crimson neon in the chat room who says good old galaxy for the win absolutely i love running the, the good old games galaxy 2 uh, that's their that's their latest one, and it it it's like a it's a library management, and it has most of the online services right there. Even the Game Pass stuff shows. Yeah, they're there, the so. trill they're the trillion of, uh, of yeah PC game stores. Yeah, yeah. I should use that. I haven't even touched that. I should use that. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, definitely yeah. get it. It's heard, it's good, good it, things, and yeah. it runs on the they have the, they have the Mac version as well as the Windows version. So oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Worth checking. Uh, anyway, check this out. Published by Private Division. Made by Panache Digital Games. Panache. <laughs> and you too can survive the evolution in Neogene Africa starting 10 million years ago. It's a third-person open-world uh, survival game where you explore, expand, and evolve to advance your clan to the next generation in this exciting new adventure from Panache. No. Available now. Quick mention. I found a downside to Game Pass. You ready for this? Oh, okay. Yeah, this, this is interesting. Go ahead. Tell the, me. The developer of Wasteland 3 said, hey, would you like a, co- uh, a code? And I, and because right. I, again, again, I have some old friend who used to be at Blizzard. He now works over there. I said, yeah, I'd love that. I'd love to play it on Steam. I says, I have it on Game Pass. I wonder if I can move my saves over. And he says, oh. he says, well, it'll always be on Game Pass because it's a Microsoft Studios deal now. Right, right. But he says, they don't keep saves locally all game pass saves are in the cloud and that's it there are no local saves now i haven't thought about that i haven't confirmed this with every other game but apparently that's a problem with that one and so my idea of going to some directory structure and moving my game same game same games game same (laughs) i was gonna move those over to the steam apps library and i can't it's not possible because they don't exist on the local drive so that's kind of lame Man, I like I've gotten to the it. That is definitely 
lame. But I'll be honest with you. I jump around to so many different platforms and everything that my life of understanding that when I jump to a different platform or is just, I accept it. It's yeah, just but like, it's PC. Ah. it should be easy on PC because it's all the same platform. All you're doing you is would changing think so. the same front but end. Once again, like I said, I, I, I think I've gotten, I've gotten used to the bad and I just don't know any better at this point. I'm never disappointed. How about that? I'm always just like, yeah, that figures. You have decided that this this world of goofiness is uh no, see I went and looked, midget Wookie. It feels like I'm not supposed to say that out loud. But anyway, midget Wookie. Uh, says it's <laughs> under user and local. The the save files aren't there. Yeah. Are they? I was yeah, told by question. I was told by them, the makers of the game, that it was all cloud based and there was nothing I could do about it. So maybe <laughs> they you know, told that, me wrong. That may be, you know, just because the developer did that doesn't necessarily mean that Microsoft may have told them one thing and it may not be. It could have changed. Who knows? The whole world is banana times. But anyway, uh, just a side note. And then the other downside isn't so much a downside. It's just poor timing. Back when they launched Game Pass for PC at $4.99, they said multiple times, this is an introductory price and it will go up later. It'll probably be the same amount as Xbox Game Pass is without Ultimate, which is 10 bucks. It always has been. So... Don't expect the PC one to stay at five forever as we build right. it up and build it out and have a better player or have a better launcher and the games fill out, which that's all been true. Then yeah. you expect yeah. to see the price come up. The problem is that was kind of ill-timed because just last week they announced, hey, by the way, Game Pass Ultimate will come with, um, and PC Game Pass will come with EA Play now, just yeah. thrown in, and which is a $5 value. So it looks like all they did was just go bundle to 10 it. bucks and bundle it together. And now you're paying what you would have paid separately. So I know how it looks to people, yeah. but if you actually look at the timeline and look at all the stuff that was said, they had always intended this to go up by, by five to, get, to be 10. They'd always I mean, let's face it. It, it. It's just like everything else with, you know, it's like our whole kerfuffle with this HBO. Why is there three different HBOs? It's all because of deals that different people have signed over time and we're trying to shift you know i'm sure that ea probably had a way that it's like oh we won't release this on the pc except for here and here and then when microsoft says well, we're gonna sell it for five bucks but later on I'll do 10 i mean it's all just a bunch of deals you have to make contracts ending new contracts starting ten dollars yeah it's not that big a deal we're living in a we're living in a fantastic beautiful time i'm just saying don't get conspiratorial about it because right they were going to put the price up no matter what. All right. All right. It's, well, you know, yeah, I understand. It's, it, it's always hard when prices go up. Every time my Netflix goes up, I, I, I complain for about a day and a half. Yeah. You bristle. Yeah. You bristle at the idea of a Netflix. <laughs> I understand. Right. Hey, Brian, tell me about, uh, tell me about this game. Battle toads, battle chodes, right? Chodes. Do I have that right? The year is 1991. No, mm-hmm. it's 2020. And finally we have the, uh, we have what we've been looking for and waiting for, for almost 19 years. Battle toads is back to the forefront. They've returned on the Xbox game pass. Uh, this is a, uh, D la la and a rare game. I don't know how much Rare had to involve this other than they made the original. I think very uh, little is, with the new one. I don't think they had much. Very little, I believe. And this is the Xbox Game Studio, so it's going to be around for a while. It's going to be on that Xbox Game Pass. Check it out. It is exactly what you think it is. It is a beat-em-up 
just like the original. Uh, I almost Balotodes. covered this, you know. I almost did this two weeks ago, and I did not like it. I that's why I, didn't I do you it. know I heard a lot of people say they did not care for it, and this game's a short game. It's only five hours. It's more of an experience than a game. Uh, so there's the 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 beat 'em ups. It's it's not great, but it's it's kind of a fun little loop. I like looking at the characters. My favorite part is just revisiting this nostalgia of what the early 90 was and everything was radical dude you know battle toes are already kind of a pale imitation of the teenage mutant ninja turtles but it's so far gone and i talk about this before it's like when when you love something so much like the teenage mutant ninja turtles you know you didn't back then you didn't want to see anything that come along that kind of like looked like it you're like get out of here but now all these years later i'm like yeah, I can look at some Battletoads. Mm. And uh, th- this is not just a beat-em-up game. Uh, this is, like I said, it should be called the Battletoads Experience. Uh, th- it's all like a early 90s cartoon. The 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 things in between uh, that, they, that they do in between are just, to me, are fun and silly. Uh, the beat-em-up part is really just so I can get to more story and just see the silly... Did it feel sluggish dialogue. to you? Because him getting around just felt sluggish to me. Like I was working. Uh, yeah, mud. the battles battles seem. Uh, uh, how do I say? Uh, the battles seem like they were intentionally elongated, uh, even though there really was no reason. I mean, I feel like I was having to punch things way more times than I really should have to, uh, just to like extend the the game time. Because this this like I said, it weighs in at about five hours, and. Uh, and you can still have trying to figure out how to use my stupid tongue here. It's like, it's, it's yeah. terrible. Tongues, so you, tongues you matter, choose, man. I get it. Right. So you get to choose between uh, your three characters. Uh, you can also play this uh, cooperatively, um, but, or you can play it by yourself and just switch between the characters. When one of your characters dies, another one of the characters uh, tag teams in instantly. Uh, and each one of them has their own special abilities uh, that kind of, uh, kind of really more than anything is just that, that, the animation is a little bit different. Uh, you know, some of them are just a little bit uh, tougher in the punches and some of them are a little bit, you know, a little bit faster. So there's, there's, you could get into the nuances of it, but not really. I mean, it's just really a button smasher, right? Yeah. I mean, well, see, that's what I, you're here for. At the same time I played, and this is maybe the problem. I played Battletoads the same week that I played Streets of Rage 4 and they were both on Game Pass. And Streets right. of Rage 4 left me feeling pretty good. That game's a really cool reimagination of what streets of rage is i think um, right, I talked right. about it here on the show and so i came away from that going oh that's rad i could go for more of this and then i played battletoads and went this is sloggy and slow <laughs> well, and just- okay so like if this was like some prized property that you know everybody loved back in the day you know it had its fans but this wasn't like this wasn't the of a game even back in the day it was interesting and it was a little blip on the radar and it was totally a thing of his time but it died pretty quickly and went away. And here it is just as an homage to the silliness that was the early nineties. Well, I, I get what you're saying, seems, but I think it's could have been a good game. There's no reason. Oh, why absolutely. Been a good game. It's just like, you know, yes, the original property isn't that big of a deal, but there's no reason they could have figured out a way to make a better game. Now. Would you really, would you really put all of that effort into battle toads? I mean, I think they gave it exactly how much it deserved. I don't think, I don't think you could create much more depth, in my opinion. Hey, you're a and, little tiny uh, toad. But now. I, I enjoyed out. my um, I enjoyed my time with it. I wouldn't have 
if you bought this for you know twenty dollars, which is I think what it what it can go for, on, I think it's going to be on Steam. I think is like twenty dollars yeah. um, for five hours worth of play. I just don't know if it would be worth that because I mean, once you play this once through, you're probably not going to look at it ag- again. I could be wrong. You know, different people have different tastes and things, but uh, the things that were frustrating were some of the the mini games in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did break up the the beat 'em up parts, but they uh, sometimes it could be more frustrating. I was like, oh my god, I just want to get back to the beat 'em ups. I mean, I've been playing this brutal uh, bike game uh, for almost thirty minutes now. So, but yeah, but like I said, I, I think Battletoads is about exactly what I expected. But I'm, I, I've I've seen a lot of people complain. Let's uh, let's read a couple of uh, Metacritic user reviews. Here's a positive right. one. He says Battletoads is amazing and very fun. This game have a big variety of level and story is hilarious. No period. <laughs> then this guy says, "This pile of manure isn't an is uh sorry is an iniquity of the highest order, a defilement of a cult classic that should never be forgotten or forgiven. Respect gaming legacy and your dignity. Don't it, buy game. The original was only a cult classic because of his unnecessarily difficult uh." battles that were just really unnecessarily difficult and most people would just threw it down and said <laughs> yeah well let's look <laughs> I mean, at cr- like they had the cult status of et which they're talking about in the chat room i mean come on what do you mean the it's, video game et yeah yeah so i mean it's got cult status but i don't think i don't think really anybody like i said there, there's probably some people out there there's probably a few people there like yeah battle toast is the best thing someone <laughs> someone out there liked et and like unironically liked that game they yeah so i made you know how about this one this is uh these are actual reviews from sites uh and, and magazines from generation xbox they say 95 battle toads is back to the in the best possible way a must-have for xbox game studios and xbox one owners okay so they really liked it at 95 percent. and then you go down here to game informer a little more uh middle of the road without the word xbox in their name says the kindest thing i can say about battle toads is this it sort of works the right. Con- the controls are fine. I, I encountered no major technical issues, and an optional invincibility feature allowed me to easily clear sections that are giving me uh, too much trouble. Yeah. Simply yeah. Uh, being playable from the beginning and end or to end is a tragically low bar to clear, but it's the main thing Battletoads has going for it. Oh man, <laughs> man! Hardcore. Like I said, like I said, eh. I had fun. Like I said, I, I, I would have relabeled it as the Battletoads experience and wouldn't even pretend it like it was really a video game. It's more like if I had got this in the iPad, I would have been just as excited. It was, it's, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It exists. Eh, it exists. It exists. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Did, were you, were you big into the, you know, the early nineties cartoons and things? I oh, sure. I loved all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, no. I liked it. I, as far as beat em, beat em ups went in that era, for me it was that X Men game, and it was um, oh uh, yeah, no, it was way better games during yeah. that time. Simpsons game was great. Like there was a bunch yeah. of like cool beat em up style games. All the Final Fight games were great. Yeah. Right. I you know, and I played like I said, like Streets of Rage one and two. I played the crap out of in um on my Genesis, and those were great for what they were when oh, they yeah. were. And if you haven't tried Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage four, I'd like. To I think that's a very cool. I it is on my radar, and I actually have expectations for that. It's pretty. There's good. expectations built in, and I expect them to be met. I hope so. Or Tell, else. You also did some Minecraft VR. How'd that go? 
I've done Minecraft VR before, but I've hopped back in recently since I got my Oculus Quest, uh, and I played around a little bit. Um, I figured out how to keep my Twitch chat up, and I'm looking forward to doing some Minecraft VR in here future in the near future, streaming and uh, twitching with that. However, I want to say that I had my Oculus Quest for around 35 days outside of my return time from Best Buy, uh-huh. and uh, the proximity sensor inside the headset. Uh, has has malfunctioned. Oh no! Right, that's and, bad. You uh, need that to work. That's a thing that should work. It is. So the proximity sensor detects when your face is in, uh, in in the mask. You know, when it's in the VR equipment. Mm-hmm. And so if it can't if it can't see your face, then it don't turn on. Yeah. And so what I had to do is I did some looking, and you can. Uh, some people said put some tape on it, and I tried that. That did not work for the proximity sensor. But I I did take a little. I felt like some, it needed to be like something that would like, uh, I don't know, conduct some kind of very low, uh, I don't know. Some, I don't, so I felt like it needed to be something beefier. So I took the end of a rubber, uh, like, like an R eraser, yeah. a rubber eraser. And I, I cut off a little, little thin piece and then I taped it and it, it comes on. I have to be very careful though. Cause I can't, I have to make sure I turn it off. Uh, if I don't, and of course you could risk a burn in. Uh, the reason why I haven't sent it back yet to quit uh, to Oculus is covered, but I haven't sent it back yet because the turnaround time is something like six plus weeks mm. uh, to get it back, you know? And so it's like, Oh, and it's apparently a very common problem. Yeah. And uh, so, and they want me to, and they want me to like film the problem. <laughs> they want you to film the problem. Them. Show them the problem, and then what? Post and it on the, Facebook and uh, send it to, it to them Mark so that they can see okay. the problem. I'm like, just, just, dude, just fix it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's like 35 days old. Yeah, come on. No kidding. Well, plus the Quest. Uh, you, I don't know if you saw the leak, but the Oculus Quest 2 VR leak that happened today. I think. Right. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Today there was a leak. Uh, let's see. New Oculus Quest headset will have most 4K display, 2K per eye, uh, according to leaked video ahead of this week's Facebook Connect developer conference. Um, but, 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 first time existence. Uh, let me read through here. Okay, so uh, looks like this one will be uh, 4K, 50% more pixels than the original Quest. Refresh rate, they don't know, but it's somewhere in the range of the current one. Uh, ergonomics, Quest 2 is described as being streamlined and light with a soft touch head strap. Uh, that it makes use of new materials that make it easier to remove, according to the video that was leaked. Uh, the controllers have also been updated with new ergonomic designs. Oculus says will make them more comfortable to use over a long period of time. All Oculus Quest games will work on the Quest 2. As for the price, there was a Walmart listing that got deleted that had the 256 gigabyte storage version for $399. Yeah, and let's see, the official reveal for the Quest 2 could be on September 16th, so a couple days. I mean, let's face it, the prices are going to be pretty, it's probably going to be even comparable or cheaper than the first one because now it is in Facebook's hand and they're not going to be making money off the equipment. They're just going to be selling the equipment straight. They're going to be making money off watching you. Oh, of course they are. Of course they are. I mean, you know, here's the other thing. If you want to use the Quest 2, by the way, and this is going to be true of everybody saying, it doesn't matter if you have an Oculus account. You now have to, you are forced into using Facebook to do it. And that bums me out. Me too. And you have a little bit of time. Um, before is Ch- absolutely saying you're going to need a 3090 to play it. No, you, these are this is the Quest series. These are standalone yeah, ver- yeah. VR headsets. They don't need 
PCs. No, you don't. You don't yeah. have to hook it to the PC. You can. I use the. I, mean, you I can use if the you link. Want. That's how I played. That's how I played Minecraft. Um, right, but they're primarily so, made as as standalone headsets. Standalone. That's the whole point. Right. Yeah. It's pretty much a, what I call it is the 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 Beat Saber is what it is. The Beat I mean, Saber device. Really yeah. Because yeah. that's where it really is. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's ninety percent of what we play. Is I Beat don't, Saber. On it. I don't want. I don't want Facebook. I knew this was inevitable, but I don't. I I wanted yeah. Oculus to stay. You know, like you know, uh, Amazon leaves Twitch alone. Uh, freaking right. Uh, Google, for the most part, leaves. What, what do they leave alone? Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't leave things alone. But some companies right. decide to have a hands-off approach to acquisitions. I really wish Facebook would do that with Oculus because right. the more you bring it over to your Facebook side, the less cool it is, and the less I want one. And I really yeah. like the Quest One. The that is the awesome. truth. I have come so close to just going, you know what? I made a mistake. I didn't do my research on the Oculus. I didn't realize they were so Facebook focused and they were going to be doing this so quickly. If I had known this 30 days ago, I probably wouldn't have pulled the trigger. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know. Are you in the window? You could do a return and then just roll up to the new one. Right. I don't know. I don't know. think about that. I just have to idea. suck it up, I suppose. Just suck it up, Brian. If they you have, have time, all your information. I'm saying if you have time, you should up. just get the new one. And- There's no time. I'm outside the window of return. Oh, you spot. can't do return. It, it broke like about like five days out of return time. Boo! Right. It wasn't their fault. It wasn't Best Buy's fault. And apparently, like I said, it's a it's a, it's a common problem for the Quest. Uh, common enough. But then that... It's it's funny because it makes it okay. So it makes me mad whenever I go to like a forums or anything, and there's like a common problem, and then I submit to to the tech support that I had the exact same problem. They all go, "Was the first we heard of it?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I don't like that either. I was having some software issues like this this week, and I'm like, "Really? No one at your company reads Reddit or follows?" Like there is a there is a huge swath of the internet that all congregate and talk about the problems they're having. Are you saying none of that is available to you? We had no idea. Why we didn't understand. What doing? The modern internet is just perplexing. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to play a game. That game is this. Great game. No, that's not it. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> it's time to play Guess My Game, where we play a clip from a game that we pulled out of yesteryear, and we try to guess each other's game. I'll start, and I will give you a hint. This is from the 16-bit era. No. Enjoy. What's that? Don't look at, never look at the chat. They'll make you cheat. Oh, don't look at the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this like the seven-up spot game? What the crap is this? It sounds so familiar. I've played this game. Well, it's the era for sure. It's not like... It's either... It feels toe jer- toe toe jam, toe jam and earlish, or you know, in that area, or <laughs> I love that toe jam and earlish, toe jam and earlish. Um, all right, you're right about the timing, but not the game. The game is uh, someone in the chat kind of got close. They said, "Is this Sonic something Sonic related?" You are correct, and it's not called Sonic Pinball. It's called Sonic Spinball. Oh, yeah, the giveaway is this first part. Wait, so you get the Sega. Anyway. Yeah, did you play that part? How did I miss that part? I played oh my the gosh! Top. I don't know. You weren't you weren't listening. I don't know what you're doing. 
Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, Sonic Spinball. It's a pinball game with Sonic. He's yeah. the ball, and it's not even very good. Okay, it's kind of not a great game. The pinball physics were garbage. Uh, it didn't even look that great. The music's <laughs> good, and it's fun to play pinball in a in a weird way. If you were a big Sonic fan, this is like, oh, okay, cool. I'll do this with Sonic. But it's almost like they turned like a Sonic uh, bonus stage into a full video game. <laughs> And it turned it into a big pinball game, and I remember enjoying it at the time. I think it's on the um, is it on the Genesis Mini? It may not. Oh, is it be. on the Genesis Mini? That I'm would be sure. exciting because I was just thinking I want to play this, and I do have the Genesis Mini. I do too. Mine's over there somewhere. I'd have to plug back in and look. But anyway, uh, it's uh, Sonic Spinball available not now, <laughs> or maybe it is. <laughs> not maybe it's now or any time recent. I saw that Mini was down to forty nine bucks. So time oh, to get the nice. Mini. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. I think for that. Okay. Brian, I'm now going to play yours. Let's see if I can do guess. Any hints, it. any hints before I play it? Anything I should know? Uh, the year is 1988. 88. All right, here we go. Uh, NES game? It is an NES game, correct. Okay. The year was 1988. NES released. This um, here game. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's it's right on the tip of my head here. It might be like like with the Sonic game for me. The Sonic game sounded super familiar, but I don't think I ever played it. But I mean it had all the right bips and boops from that time period. Oh, is this a um, is this a Kirby game? No, but uh, I can certainly <sighs> see where you would think that. Damn it, I give up then. I have no idea. It's seven up a spot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it is a Blaster Master. Congratulations oh, to the chat Blaster room. Master. Oh, the chat room got Did they get it? I turned them off. Oh yeah, there you go. Good uh, job. Kaminsk Kaminsk or however you say your name. That's awesome. Master Blaster. Who runs Barter Town? Blaster Master runs Barter Town. (laughs) (laughs) But Blaster Master looked really good. I I was like, wow, I can't believe how good this game looked in 1988. I don't remember it looking good. Yeah, that game's cool. And I think this is on, uh, there's an enhanced version of this, like widescreen version of it, but otherwise (laughs) looks the same that's on um, Switch. Yeah, there it is. You can actually get this on the Switch, and it's still good. I can't believe I didn't recognize this freaking thing, but Master Blaster is great. Master Blaster Two, eh. <laughs> it's Blaster Master. I get it. I get bad. I mean, every Blaster time Master. I, say it I keep saying it. Wrong. I say it backwards as well every time. That's because I think time. of Thunderdome every time. Yeah, Master. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you, what, well, Master Blaster runs by the town. That's who. Master. Yeah, it's a it's a cool game, and the sequel sucks. So don't play that. But the first game's great <laughs> and uh, recommended. <laughs> Uh, and available, like I said, on the Switch. You can go get this on the Switch right now. Is it on the... Okay, I was going to say, is it is it available on the owner if it's available for the emulation? Oh, the, the just stop and play thing? Um, yeah. I NES don't know. Um, I, I found it on the eShop, so I'm assuming maybe... Well, maybe both. I don't know. Maybe both. Maybe both. I got it on sale. It was like two ninety nine or something, so I picked it up. And oh, it's that's great. cheap. Blaster Master is rad. And you know what's rad about it is it's... Oh, there's so many games that I love now that, that still do what that game did, like um, you know, how GTA. All right. Imagine a modern GTA game. 
I'm doing it. You're in the car. You're driving around. There's buildings everywhere. And then you're like, I got to get out of my car, go in that building and punch a guy. It let you it lets you do that. And it's amazing. We see it now. We just right. think, oh, that's just a video game. But back in the day, games didn't have this kind of transition from a bigger outer world thing happening and then a smaller space then happening and then some story happening and then go back to the outer world and move around again. Like that was unheard of. And right. Master Bla- or Blaster Master rather did that. It, it took you from. I'm this weird four-wheeler car space truck. Exactly. And then I got to go inside and be a little dude with a gun. And I don't know. That, to me, that was like... I'm a blaster master world. and now I'm not. It just... It, it spoke of our open world before we even knew what that was going to be. So hats off to Blaster Master, not Master Blaster, who ca- happens to run Barter Town. But honestly, Barter Town's a shit, shit show. No, it's not no, good. Yeah, right. No, they're, yeah, no relation. Nobody wants to run Barter Town. All right. Nobody wants to run Well that. done. Now this. Well, why is that quiet? Turn it up. There it is. That's the stuff. All right, everybody, uh, get ready to suck it up and be ready for an email. Because here's an email. It came to us at boopshow at gmail.com. That's B-O-O-P show.com. Again, boopshow at gmail.com. Oh, I forgot the Gmail last time. Anyway, Scott Kelly wrote in. Sounds like a reporter. Ooh, Scott Kelly. I'm Scott Kelly for 60 Minutes. Anyway, says this. Hey, Scott and Brian, you were talking about overlooked indie indie gems, like good indie games that people don't mm-hmm. know about. I immediately thought of Life Goes On on Steam, which has the coolest, most inventive death mechanic I've ever seen. He says it's basically a morbid love letter to the puzzle platformer genre. In short, you need to die so that your next life can be used, or sorry, can use your corpses to solve the level. Oh, uh, goody. He says it's way more charming and cartoony than it sounds. Anyway, he says, I did not make this game, but my friend did. I bugged him, and he gave me two keys to pass along to you guys and one to give to the audience. Uh, It was criminally overlooked in 2014. I think you both would love it. All the best, Scott Kelly. So at the end of today's show, we will give one lucky audience member one of these codes. Brian and I are also going to play it. And a huge thanks to Scott Kelly. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Scott Kelly, and the developers of the game. Yeah. Hey, your friend, whatever his name is. Uh, what do you call him? Uh, Jim Bob, Master the game Blaster. maker. Master Blaster. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, I want to I wanna thank him for that because I'm going to give these a shot. And also, uh, that sounds like a thing I'm going to like, actually. So I'm in. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email with some cool thing that you got or an idea you have or a comment or a uh, correction <laughs> or me having the hiccups, <laughs> send one in to the show. Boopshow yes, at gmail.com. Here, I'm going to drink this water right here. Mm. Glug, glug, glug. That's better. I've I've sated the beast. Sated the beast. I'm a beast sater. All right. <laughs> uh, beast sater. That'll be on Quest 2, the beast sater. Anyway, hey, check it out. Uh, we're done. That's going to be the show for us. And if you would like to know more or get more or find more, it's over at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. You can also leave us emails, like I said, boopshow at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at boopshow. I'm at Scott Johnson. Brian is at the Brian Dunaway. Oh, Brian, hi. before we go, I need a... I need a word of wisdom from your direction. What do you got for me? Absolutely. Join the new boop troop. A brand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, what? What was that? What's the, the, boop? New, the boop troop is uh-huh. a, is a weekly newsletter where me and Scott send out. No. Oh my gosh. That's not, that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Maybe we could do something. I don't know. The boop troop. You guys want to be on the, the boop, boop troop? troop? Oh, it's weird to say it. Sign up today. Yeah, maybe not today. You'll, you'll get a free pin and some uh, and a secret decoder. We could do a boot. Well, we're, we are going to eventually. We just haven't gotten around to it. We're going to do a simple Patreon for people who want to help support the show. And when we do that, 
Maybe the Boop Troop newsletter is one of our rewards. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I like these ideas that you've got, Brian. So we'll talk more about that a little later. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you all for watching. And please come back next time when we do this again. Bye now. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like Steam. I love Steam. (laughs) I forgot the little thing at the end.